Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become the official gardener of the upside down, ladies and gentlemen, trimming hedges, <laughs> it's Alexis Thompson. I've got lots of veins and gory uh-huh. things going and uh-huh. growing. Uh-huh. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Good morning, Tom McLean. Good morning. And good morning to you on this Monday, June 13th, 2022. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to mid-June. Welcome to National Kitchen Klutzes of America Day. Uh Welcome to Random Acts of Light Day. Welcome to Sewing Machine Day. Welcome to Weed Your Garden Day. Welcome to World Softball Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis Thompson, as we start the show and cheers of people listening to us, ask, how the hell is your coffee? Oh, my coffee tastes so delicious. It is definitely life juice this morning, and I'm very grateful. <laughs> Don McClain, your tea. My tea is good. Um, it has the right amount of sweetener in it. Um, it's I don't know why it's a little cold. I have a different mug today, and it's, oh. you know, you're like, come on. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> come on. Not Just, on a Monday. Jeez. Not on a Monday. Uh, my coffee is just just as it should be. Just slightly sweet. I haven't sucked it down yet. I still mm. have an ample amount to at least get me through this segment. And uh, ready for the day. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers to all of you listening. That's an Let's easy drink to chug. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Dawn is back. Um, yeah, welcome back, Dawn. Welcome Thank back, you. Dawn. Welcome back. It was so nice to have a day off. I bet. I bet. Sleep yeah. in a little bit. Did you sleep in or did you, per, uh, our, per our body clocks, wake up uh, as early as ever? Well, I was like up till, you know, I was at a investigation. So I was like, you know, up until half the night. Mm. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I mean, I would sleep in until 7 Something like that, 730. That's great. Yeah, Yeah, that's leaving in for us. Yeah, that's, I know when people, when I say, I woke up at six, like, what? I'm like, no, guys, you don't understand. Six o'clock is sleeping in. (laughs) Absolutely, uh, because that's two hours sleeping in. 
Yeah. yeah. Honestly, for me, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. What about you guys? Uh-huh. But, uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you were at the Palmer, Palmer I, Mansion, Palmer House, Palmer Event Center. Where were you? The Palmer House is a haunted ho- hotel in Sock Center. Oh. Um, and it's been on all the ghost shows. You always get activity there, pretty much. Um, several <laughs> ghosts. Sinclair Lewis wrote his books there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a cute little town. That, you know, the main attraction there is the Palmer House. Uh, it's it's just beautiful. And Kelly Freeze, the woman who owns it, has, you know, when she bought it, uh, I think like 20 years ago or something, it was in disrepair. It was definitely a project and a labor of love. So she puts her heart and soul into it, and she still continuously dumps money into it, you oh, know. Gosh. And and so go up to go up there and stay just to help her out, for God's sake, yeah. you know. I mean, we all love the place and we want it to be around. But so I was there for a Dave Schrader event, Darkness Day from Darkness Radio. <laughs> um, Paranormal sixty is his new podcast. He also has recently, last year, was on. He got a, a show on the travel channel called the holzer files which was like huge for his career to make that breakthrough and he definitely deserves all of that fame and attention because the dude knows everything about the paranormal world he has talked to every expert over his long long time uh doing his podcast so i was there for one of his events and um there were some other great people there like a great medium named sarah lamos or Lemos, and she's been on several of the shows like Portals to Hell and The Ghosts of oh. Morgan City. These are Travel Channel shows, you know, because the Travel Channel now is all ghost and paranormal shows pretty much. Yeah. Um, so she's been on several shows. And then um, there was another couple other people, uh, Shane Pittman, who is was on The Holzer Files. He's the tech guy with mm-hmm. Dave Schrader. And then we have... Bill Chappell, who has made so many, he has is the inventor of just a ton of equipment that ghost hunters use. Oh. So he is like the grandfather of creating, like he's he's uh, used to work, he's an engineer and got into the paranormal field by, you know, wow. just uh, a long time ago. And he's the godfather of paranormal equipment. So he gave us something. That was unique just for us to have and take away. What was that? Oh, my God. It's so cool. (laughs) Like, he just made it, and then he made, like, 36 of them because that's how many people were there. Um, It's the – there are these glasses. They're, like, sunglasses, and then you can plug in headphones to them, and they also – it has a – like, a looks like a little computer – you know, one of those little – What's it called? Like a little laptop? Not like a laptop. The, 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 little like the green thing used to, with the, oh. you know, like a, a circuit board. A tiny oh, circuit. Oh, 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 I see. Yes, okay. Right yes. on the front of it. And what it does is it admits, and then it has two LED red blinking lights in it. You close your eyes, you put on the glasses, you listen, and you turn it on. And it has this, um, not noise canceling, but it's almost like... It, he wants you to be able to um, be annoyed by the sound. So it's kind of like a <sighs> that your brain really it's not super annoying, but your brain doesn't like it. And then the lights through your eyelids kind of cancel out any other sensations that you have. So you're kind of locked in this world and your brain starts to reject what it's hearing and seeing. And it starts to become this is pseudoscience. It starts to um go different places and receive more information from maybe uh, 
you know, the spirit world or a different dimension. Oh, so you're more open to it because you're hearing like static. You're hearing, and you're yeah, your brain goes, well. I want to tell you a story instead of listening to this. So what we did is that we wore the glasses. One person would have something in their hand that they didn't know what it was. Like we all had our glasses on. He would put something in someone's hand. They were the sender. And then the receiver would try to think of what they're holding. But the sender didn't even know. What so then, were, yeah. Okay. So then you take the glasses off and then not looking at the object, describe what you saw and heard. Whoa. Then the, the sender would describe what they saw and heard. And then you would open up your hand and look at what it was. Whoa. It's like a ghost town VR experience. Yes. Well, there's that was quite a collection. That's quite a collection of people. At, <laughs> at I know. Ball. I had such a great time. How long were you there all together? I was just there. They did two different groups, so I was okay. there. Um, but the Palmer House was kind enough to give us a free night on Thursday. So I stayed Thursday night, and then our event was on Friday until, you know, 2 a.m. or something, and then left Saturday morning, and then a whole new group came in. I know so. that you'll reveal it within the, the wow. society, but mm-hmm. overall, did you did you get anything? Were you happy with the results? Did oh. you... Totally. Uh, Really? Yeah, I was happy with the fact that I learned a lot of things because you can never know. I mean, you can always learn even in, you know, we've been broadcasting for a long time here and other places and we don't know everything. Mm -hmm. So you have to open your mind to just learning new things. And I was really glad to meet people, not just the celebrities, but also just people at the conference. It was so good to be around like minded people Mm -hmm. who want to that they're excited about the paranormal world and what they want to learn. So we all were learning from each other and it was just, just a, you know, wow. It's like my people, you know, (laughs) your peeps, my people who are excited about (laughs) paranormal things and wanting to, wanting to connect. It's just, yeah, it's so great. What I know about the Palmer House, because my sis, my my sister in laws from that area, yes, their um, groom center was there, and so that was my first experience there. And of course, the they took us on a little tour upstairs mm-hmm. where the rooms are. Yeah, and I'm curious to see at least from what I remember from that little tour was that there's a little girl there. Oh yeah, there's a little. Did girl. you see her at all or experience um, let's, her? Let's let's do this because I have a question too. I was Palmer House specific. Okay, okay. we take a break on the other side. Did Dawn see the little girl? <laughs> Did Dawn see anything that would scare Alexis and I to death? Did she bring anybody back with her? Are they standing next to her right now? Because, you know, my feeling is Dawn, Dawn carries these people with her like some good luggage. She brings them to my house. <laughs> they don't want to leave there. Trust me. They're not with me. They've been there for 100 years. Totally. Hey, I will say, though, Dawn's absolutely right. Let me do a quick plug. I just looked. Rooms are really cheap there, guys. So go support. The owner of the Palmer House, like a standard room's $95. You can get an economy room for $79. So, what a fun little staycation oh, so here in the state. And, you know, it's supernatural. Anyway, yeah. uh, questions about the Palmer House when we come back. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes's patients love her work. The incredible five star reviews for my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental, just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. 
I said five star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google, too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. Be sure to let them know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Hey, everybody. Kicking off a brand new week. It's Monday, June 13th, 2022. I'm Jason, Lex, and Dawn. Dawn is back from a well-deserved day off. Just one. B. Arthur doesn't give her anymore. She gets maybe a day and a half off sometimes, but one day off. She was at... <laughs> Between everybody being exposed to COVID this that's year, right. I mean, yeah. we've got another person that's going to be out this week. Yeah. So, so it's just kind of been impossible. Off. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Dawn just returned from the Palmer. Oh. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So you freaked, you freaked oh. Heidi and I out. Heidi is what a new employee. Heck? She's our new producer. She, I'm training her. We heard that in the studio, and I go, what the <gasps> F was that? And she goes, I think it said my name. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I thought that that was in. No. I thought. It was something I was queuing up oh, to, no, say that you brought, to say that you brought the ghost back to Lex. So, Heidi, I'm sorry. I scared the crap out of Heidi. No, I was previewing it, and I forgot to turn my dial so that only I heard it in the commercial break. So, yeah. But we, I legitimately thought. I've Sorry, never Heidi. heard like something so loud audibly. <laughs> Please don't quit, Heidi. We need you. Please yeah, don't know. Don't quit. Anyway. Oh, now, Lexa Lululu had a question because Dom was at the Palmer House in Sox Center. Yeah. Lex, you're talking yes. about the little girl that's attached to the hotel. Yes. I'm curious to see if you got any feelings or you saw her or. Um, uh, I did not. Now, I want to reiterate or just remind you guys, I have never seen a full bodied apparition. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's And right. I've been investigating for 15 years. So yes. I don't see with my eyes. I can see in my mind's eye. Yes. So they they will appear to me in pictures in my head. Yeah. But the medium that was there, she sees them and she oh, hears oh, them oh. and she smells them. And so she, <laughs> there were a couple of experiences where that was in the basement, which is like, yeah, was like you, you'll start to actually, um, honestly, everybody smelled vomit downstairs oh. all of oh. a sudden. So it's like, hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, 
Um, that's not a good thing, but no. So anyway, there are oh, kids wow. that are there, and okay. I actually I did hear them. Oh, so okay. they came through a spirit box, which is um, yeah. What is that again? A spirit box is originally was developed by this guy Bill Chapel that was there. And, uh, Dang, you were like box. a bunk among Dude, all of the, like, he's no the one. Doubt. I'm sorry. Lord, Mount Rushmore here. Was there. Yeah, Good he, Lord. he is, yeah. I mean, I wanted to get that free gift, you guys. <laughs> I mean, I really <laughs> love all the rest <laughs> of them, gift. too, but I'm like, there's a free gift that Bill Chapel's going to make us. Oh. So, anyway, um, so it, a spirit box is a, uh, it's basically like a little radio and it's a frequency scanner. So it's like, that's how fast it's scanning through frequencies. And then all of a sudden you'll get a voice in there that you can tell if it's music from a station that it landed on or if it's a DJ talking, but then it'll be, I mean, think about how quickly that's scanning. When I go every, I said is a different station. Okay. So if it stops for a second and says a sentence, that's not a DJ, (laughs) especially if it's a little kid that says, hi, Whoa. Or hello. Oh, no. Or ball. Like we had a ball out on the ground. Like, can you move the ball for us? And it said ball. You know, things like that um, with the kids. And then there are other entities. There are other spirits that live there. Like Sinclair Lewis comes through sometimes because he worked there. Right. As a kid and wrote his books there. Um, uh, Well, not all of them, but, you know, based on Sock Center, some of them. And... Then you've got like a guy named Raymond. You've got a spirit named Lucy. And we did get some activity I have on tape from Lucy's room. She lit up some lights for me. Um, and then downstairs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, hey, can you blink those lights for us? And it took us a while, like 15 minutes Girl. or so. And then I'm like, if I'm like, we have two minutes what? left in this room because we were mm-hmm. we were switching and like we would switch like groups. Dave is really good at organizing his events so it's like this yeah. group you'll be here for an hour then you're gonna switch here so i'm like it would be really cool if you'd light up those lights for us because we only have two minutes left come on now and she Dawn, blinked wait, him Dawn, i'm like come Dawn, on now get, no, Dawn, get together Dawn's producing even there she's like <laughs> yeah. okay lucy yeah, come I on know now you are very dead but if you could please we gotta go to break soon yes. so if you yeah could, we gotta you switch could, locations so to, get to could, the point here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so explain it to do yeah so Dawn, i've got that on tape uh you know and then <laughs> there was um one and four did you have any other questions before i filibuster here i uh, love that you're oh. filibustering no i i no i did actually have one question yeah. because i've seen it in action with you when you've walked into a house and you just immediately feel something uh, did you feel that with yeah. the palmer house and when did you feel it as you were pulling up did you feel it upon entering that's what I wanted to know. So the Palmer house in general, just when you pull up, I feel everything, you know, okay. I feel all of them in there. Um, you know, it's, it's an active, it's like something that it's like looking at a rock and thinking it's alive. You know, it's, that's the best way I can describe it. It's a building, but you can feel that they're there. Uh, the most, the, the biggest um, time that I felt something was in the basement. So there were situ- things that happened in the basement where we got, um, We've got we got some voices to come through and some equipment to go off. And Dave is really good about um, Dave Schrader is who I'm talking about. He likes to do the method of recording for like a minute and then 
and then stopping it and listening back to what just happened. Yeah. Because that way you know which questions to ask. If you go, hey, what's your name? And it says Tom. Then you go, okay. Then you know who you're talking to and you can you direct your questions that way. To them, yes. Or if they say get out, you're like, well, you said get out. Why do you want us to get out? <laughs> We're not going to hurt you. Um, so we did get some activity that way. And I did, you know, the times that I was in the basement sitting next to the medium, she's bringing all the energy and seeing all the stuff. So I had full body chills up and down uh, for about 10 minutes where I could just feel them. Something walked in front of my vision and blocked out the light. Then there was like this swirling mist in the middle, which my recorder was on day. Mm. I had my camera on and I had it set to day instead of night vision. So none of that is recorded. Oh, oh, oh crap! Oh, oh well, you know it's about I. You just gotta let it go. You yep, know I yep, I yep. screw up all the time, so I got some good evidence. Just it was more about just meeting people and having a good time with like minded people. That's what I got out of it, and it was so so great. So you can go to like uh, search Dave Schrader Darkness Events, and you can he's going to Egypt Whoa. soon. He's going to Ireland. You could hop on one of those trips. He's a good dude. He really he's a is. Good- Mm-hmm. Oh, and he okay. might have a show coming out later this fall. Maybe, <gasps> maybe another uh-huh. show. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Outside of talking to you two for three hours Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one? St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology. And it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N dot E-D-U or use my talk keyword, St. Mary's. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Judy. What do you call a line of rabbits walking backwards? A receding hairline! <laughs> this has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. That's really good. <laughs> Fantastic. Receding hairline. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hour one right here on My Talk and streaming on our My Talk app. I'm Jason Lex and Dawn. Did you guys see that video of Bieber? I felt so bad for him. With his face? With his face. He has paralysis on half of his face. And um, I I think I have a little bit of his video here, uh, or his video, his... um, because he had to talk to the folks, he had to explain to the fans because he canceled um, a performance. Here's a little bit. Um, I think I have it here. I have Ramsey Hunt syndrome. It is from this virus and has caused my face to have paralysis. This is pretty serious. Obviously, my body's telling me I got to slow down. I'm going to get better. I'm doing all these facial exercises to get my face back to normal. It will go back to normal, and we don't know how much time that's going to be, but it's going to be okay, and I have hope. I trust God. It's all for a reason, but in the meantime, I'm going to rest, and I love you guys. I, it, oh. 
it was real hard to watch because you just felt bad for him. And then obviously, you know, sadly, the Internet does what it does. And I started reading some comments oh, no, and I had to no, stop because no, people no, no. are just. What are they saying? Like, oh, he's just faking making fun of him. Yeah, that he's faking oh. it. And then he's. Well, how would he fake that? Know. Exactly. You can't I'm make like, half oh, of your face not move. No, I don't know any, anybody that can do that. I'm like, oh, God, I hate the Internet. But um, well, it's rare. You know, I went on a deep dive for Ramsey Hunt syndrome because I thought. What is this? Mm-hmm. It, it's also, it's the same virus that causes chicken pox and shingles. So if you've had it, it might be laying, laying dormant in your body. And with stress, it's a neurological disorder that will just kind of flare up. Uh, and sounds like that's what's happened to him. Uh, there could be a painful rash. And oh. of course, this paralysis that happens as well. Oh, my goodness. Because, yeah, he, he was doing a demo. Not a demo. I mean, that sounds like he was performing a trick, but... He was showing how he can blink that one eye and then just nothing, nothing on the other side of his face. It was it was another one of those things where I kept seeing his a close up on all this on on Instagram, on various accounts. I'm like, what's up with Bieber? Like, what's he doing? And then I, I watch that video and I thought I thought he was making like a TikTok. I thought it was like a TikTok filter. If I'm being very honest, oh, yeah, I thought oh. he was just being silly. And then I read, I'm like, oh, my goodness, the poor guy. And then, of course, the the buttholes. And then I, you know, I read the comments. Oh. And I'm like, oh, people are just awful. So why would, well, I don't want even want to, no, like, know. why yeah. would he? What's the point? Like, what's he, the like point? what, attention? Because yeah. Justin Bieber needs more attention on him. <laughs> yeah. Like, he needs more. There's no purpose to him faking something like that. It's just. No. I wow. mean, if he was, you just, we are not pop stars. And we don't know what kind of stress to travel from city to city and to tour and what that's like, Mm-mm. that's why they get exhaustion. Yep. Well, it also made me think about, remember Haley Bieber, his wife, she had that like mini stroke. Remember the, yeah. the blood clot in her brain? I don't remember that she did. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This was oh. just a few months ago. She had her own health scare. So it's just, I bet that the stress of that too, on top of touring and yeah. now well, with his he, own, yeah. He probably, he put it very well. I, I'm It's, it's his body telling him mm-hmm. slow, slow the hell down there. He, uh, the, the, I can't even imagine what his schedule's like, and the demands put on that kid. I mean, he's a young adult, but I mean, well, he's twenty eight years old. Yeah. Oh my God, he is twenty eight. That's it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's still young. Just, just take Plus a break. Plus, he's been babe. a star since he was like twelve. Oh yeah. yeah. There's no sense of baby making YouTube videos. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Well, speaking of buttholes, um, Don, I didn't know this. Which one? No, but um, I didn't know that Rebel Wilson was forced to come out. (gasps) Yeah. So we saw this story. I'm like, oh, well, that's wonderful that she's come out of the closet or maybe she's, you know, she's dating a woman now. Maybe she'll go back. Maybe she's by. Who knows? But apparently... It was started because there was an Australian newspaper that gave her a heads up and said two days in advance uh, saying, hey, listen, we know that you're gay and we're going to run this story in two days. So another newspaper found that out and asked her about it on Twitter. And she says, thanks for your comments. It was a very hard situation, but trying to handle it with grace. So she hasn't really... Um, you know, gone into it other than that, but that's that's what TMZ is reporting. Um, and this, oh, they also wanted to point out that um, 
a lot of the people involved in this giving her this two days notice uh, that they were going to out her, um, that they were openly gay men who worked at the newspaper and they were involved. Are you serious? That's even oh, that's, that's just so terrible. disgusting. This is a. It's called the Age. I think it's yeah, the Age. That's so. There's gross. other newspapers that are calling out the Age. <sighs> yeah, she's not the first. There's there's. I mean, especially in the 80s, people were blackmailed all the time. It's just ridiculous. When it was even more scandalous to come out, and now we're going backwards. Now it's scandalous once again. But don't get me started on that. But. um yeah, Ugh. that's that's awful. What what an awful what an yeah. awful. I'm trying. There's a prominent. My pause here is because I'm trying to rack my brain on a Monday morning. There was a star fairly recently who got that same type of phone call, mm. and I don't think it was Ellen, but there was a star, a prominent person that came out fairly within recent memory, and I mean recent. I I'm going to say within ten years that was forced to come out in the very same way. It was a it was a it was a trashy, awful, disgusting, bottom-dwelling tabloid that called this person and said, "We have photos." Was it TR Knight? Maybe it was oh. from Grey's Anatomy. I remember Lex, something. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was TR or even Neil Patrick. I don't know. It was somebody, <sighs> somebody like that that received the blackmail and then it forced their hand to come out a little earlier. So, ugh, oh. gross! Just absolutely disgusting. Oh. Yeah, and then the uh, a more reputable um, newspaper, the Sydney Herald, you know, they published an article online and then a little spot on their the page 36 of their print edition because they oh. called her and they said, hey, um, do you want to comment on your new partner? You know, mm. and she was like, sure. Sure, I'll, <laughs> sure. Well, because it's not like she's embarrassed or ashamed of it. But why is there so many people? Everyone's business, you know. That's exactly you. my point. Yeah, it's uh, and there's a lot of men who want to remain single in public to be more appealing. Yep. Dependent d- doesn't matter their sexuality, and so but that's okay. There's no one hounding them. Now, I'm not just making this a man and woman thing. That's just the first example that came out uh, yeah, that, totally. that came to my mind was, you know, just to remain as single as possible in the public. But you, they have relationships behind the scenes. And it doesn't sound like Rebel was out there like, this is my girl. You know, not that that would matter either. But no. that's just not your place to say anything. Well, there's two people that come to mind recently. That's just thank gosh. Uh, thank, they, thank goodness they had. They came out on their own timeline. And that is. David Archuleta, oh. um, who who just posted another emotional post over the weekend, and then um, Doctor the Doctor from My Feet Are Killing Me, um, Doctor Brad, I think his name oh, is. Oh, he, he came okay. Doctor Bradley I, just recently came out, um, and uh, you know, for him, he was you know he defies the um, the stereotype of oh what a gay man is to some people. You know he. He was on that Titan show and he's super masculine and, you know, he was a doctor and he I think he was even married. But anyway, mm. he just he came out um, a couple of days ago. I saw it on Twitter. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, you know, you know I can't out. watch that show, so I do not know about this doctor. I know. I know. Uh, I know. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I that show's killing it. me. <laughs> I like it, Jason. 
Ooh. I love that show, and I love him. So hey, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> hey girl, hey, my girl, hi, <laughs> welcome. I'll see you at headquarters in the cast. <laughs> I'll put your drink it's, order in. What do you want? That's right. I sit in the back table. See you there. Anyway, he's. I think he's even around my age. But no. But uh, so he came out. Born in nineteen eighty three. Oh, okay. I'm older. Oh, okay. He really eighty three. He was born. Yeah, that's what girl. It says I love here. that you're all on his birthday. I oh, love well, I, yeah. I just looked him up because I was like, what it's is? Fine. Let's see it. Let's see this guy. Mm hmm. Uh, so let's see. 2022, 1983. Okay. Thirty nine. So, Thirty nine years old. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Dr. Brad. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Hi, but yeah, and then and then Archie. Hi, Colin. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Brad. Um, but no, Rebel, we support you. Sorry yes. that happened to you. Oh. I thought that was a purely happy announcement on your timetable. So that's gross. Sorry about that. Uh, when we come back, uh, Phaedra, one of our favorites from uh, Atlanta, is she making a comeback? We're going to find out mm. when we return. Dawn's going to have a rundown of the Tony Award winners. That was last night, just in case you missed it. Mm-hmm. In just a little bit, but right now, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk and streaming worldwide under my talk app. This is hour one. Hello. Um Phaedra, though she got into um a spat and a fight and and she was in the wrong with uh with uh, candy. Um I still love oh, her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I still too. love her. She's like I love on her on the show. Dubai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is she going to be on something else, Lex? Okay, so I'm curious to see what you guys think of this. Phaedra and Brandy, they're pitching a dating show, of Mm. course, about themselves. um, Because they were on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Ex-Wives Club. Yeah. They worked together. I guess there were some sparks. And Brandy was talking on a friend's podcast about this, that we've decided to pitch a show about finding love for both of us because we're both single moms of two sons. Brandy Glanville. Brandy Glanville. Oh, okay. And Fra- Phaedra Parks. Yes. I'm fine with Phaedra, but I don't really. Um, Brandy Glanville. Thank you. Do we want? Okay. So no. How about them together? No. How about a dating show in general? I'm Ugh. with Dawn. I am good with just Phaedra. <laughs> and call it just, call it just, just Phaedra. Phaedra. <laughs> I would watch that morning, noon, and night. Okay. I, but Brandy is a mess and not an entertaining mess. She's just messy. Mm-hmm. And I don't enjoy that. That's not that's not fun to watch after a while. Phaedra, yes. Uh Brandy, Brandy no. Brandy, no. Okay. That's my feeling. All that's right. my take. And yeah. it would just be following her on her dates? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, unless it's like a dating show type thing where she has three guys and then, you know, they we see what mm-hmm. they do and then uh, but I don't think that's what they're thinking. It's more of a rea- reality show. I would watch it and just fast forward through the Brandy sequences. <laughs> you know what sucks, though, is well, that... It's just Phaedra. Phaedra yeah. won't ever... We love Phaedra, but she will never... What we love about Phaedra is that she'll never be her true self. Mm. And, and it's so obvious. Oh, good point, so are we going to see... Because she's very religious. Are we going to see her... Is it going to be a boring dating show? Interesting. She's, is she going to kiss anyone? Is she going to act like she's an old Southern belle? Like she always mm, acts like. True. Like, oh, that well, I've boring. invited him to my parlor. Mm-hmm. But he what stays in the parlor? But he left his, his uh, calling card on my <laughs> bedside table. 
I'm going to let him maybe peek under my crindling. Maybe. Just a little bit. <laughs> 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 See? Now, I watch that all day. Okay. Every day. okay. Even if it is, yeah. I mean, it's no, just the thank you. Mm, like, day, she would. Day. But if we gave her some drinks, maybe she would be maybe. a little more flirty. <laughs> maybe her crindling would be a little more on display. Do you yeah. think she might just let a lot of that go? Or is that she just like innately, is that like just in her always? I th- Well, I mean, she will always want to keep up appearances when it comes to her religious. Mm. Yeah. I don't think she would ever give that up. But with a few drinks, she might get like flirty like she does with her sideways glances. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she would wear some pretty revealing things. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. That's Remember? why it's a little hypocritical. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. What? Brandy would be a complete disaster, though, and that might be fun to... Like, she'll be the opposite. She'll yeah. be doing anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, so maybe it's Fader just kind of raining the contrast. Her in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She Ugh. just, I could maybe do one episode of Brandy. She's just a mess. Yeah, of all of them, I don't think either of them, no. Oh, really? You're a big I, no, no on the whole I, thing? No, on the whole thing. Even okay. just a dating show in general. Yeah. That would just be kind of hard. I, I just. These two part Doesn't of this, feel... which I can't wait to watch, the Ultimate Girls Trip, yeah, which ha- which hasn't dropped yet. Now I- I'll watch that, yeah, because they're part of an ensemble, so they exactly. don't know. You get a little taste of them, you know. You know, it's not the whole thing. That's probably too much. Well, and it's fun, yeah, they're fun. Doing a trip, they're doing their thing, trying they're to be all as ridiculous, manner. right? Yeah. <laughs> Who can get the most screen time? They're in the Berserkshires, as Bethany calls uh, the Berkshires. Yeah, the Berserkshires. Oh, no. yeah. oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. It's going to be Gosh, a when does soon. that? Yeah. Um, I think the end of the month. Okay. I think so. Uh, what are the headlines out of the Tonys, Dawn? Because I, I kept seeing, like, I know Jennifer Hudson had a good night, but what are what are some of the headlines last okay, night? Okay. Uh, well, I'll just go through some of the winners here that are, I won't go through every single thing here, but um, the best musical went to A Strange Loop. Which um, is the lyricist and writer is, don't get confused, but it's Michael R. Jackson. He's a Pulitzer Prize winning. Um, oh, man. Michael R. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that name, you have to put your initial Michael in there. Your middle well, initial. well, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because um, Best Revival of a Musical went to Company. If you've never seen that, that's a 70s musical. Um it's great. It's great. It's probably excellent on Broadway. Best mm-hmm. play went to the the Layman trilogy. Um, best revival of a play, Take Me Out. Mm. Uh, mm. Best book of a musical, once again, went to Michael R. Jackson for A Strange Loop. Uh, best original score went to Six the Musical, which happens to be, it's, it's women, it's a girl group, and it's about the six wives of Henry VIII. Oh, and so okay. it's pretty. I was okay. reading the lyrics and all about it, and it it's like a it's like Spice Girls, but a little bit harder edge. Ooh, and but it's really great. Like they have songs about getting beheaded, and just like they're competing with each other for who's the the best wife, and it's just bizarre, but also apparently just awesome. I've heard people that saw it on Broadway. And so that's good. Best original score. That's an original musical. And then we have, um, we have best leading actor, um, is Miles for a, for a musical went to Miles Frost for MJ. 
Michael Which is Jackson. the Michael Jackson musical. Aha, mm-hmm. uh-huh. his okay. kids were there too. And I have feelings about that, but I'll I keep know you those do. to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah. Um, and then we have Best Leading Actress in a Musical goes to Joaquina Kulukongo for Paradise Square. Jesse Tyler Ferguson was Best Actor in a Play, Featured Actor for Take Me Out, which is a baseball musical, I think. That's mm-hmm. the one. Um, that's, that's the, the full frontal. That's the full oh frontal. Oh, my God, Jesse that's Williams. right. Uh, Jesse Williams. That's yep. right. And well, right. Don, while you were gone, Lex and I uh, did decided. Did a deep dive? Well, we did a deep dive because we thought, hey, because uh, even Jesse Williams <laughs> said that the, he admitted that nudity, <clears throat> the release of the nudes, Mm-hmm. Help ticket sales. So Lex and I thought, well, then they should, you know, <laughs> that's the key for Broadway. They should just add nudity to a lot of shows. And then my talkers helped. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, we 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 inserted nudity into everything. Dog. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Annie. We thought. And Daddy <laughs> no. Warbucks goes life. to. Yep. Hard Knock Life. Daddy Warbucks goes to a gay club after he puts uh, Annie to bed. That's um, fine. For bald daddies. For bald daddies. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Music Man, we turned gay with 78 trombones. That took on a whole new meeting. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. Uh, she has a who's it's and what's it's. That's right. Galore. Who's it's and what's it's galore. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He just uh-huh. wants more, everyone. More. We turned every Broadway show. Uh, uh-huh. We gave, well, I should say, we gave every Broadway show an opportunity to add nudity yeah. without messing with, uh, without messing with the, the content. You just, you know. <laughs> I love that. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do it for this show. Never uh-huh. mind. Uh, oh. Add nudity to this show? No, no. Uh, every well. morning you say something that Lexus is going off to do nude. Instead yeah. of doing the oh. show, so that's uh-huh. our nudity. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. Be the yeah. first that's nude helped. beekeeper, uh-huh. you know, whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. right. It's helped over the years. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you can get more of these stories at mytalkworld071.com. When we come back, I can't believe it. On the 40th anniversary of E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Alexis watched, rewatched <gasps> the brown she turd, did? as she calls it. That's right. That shoot up, Tootsie Roll. That's right. What did she think? Plus, TV talk of Palooza next.